sometimes am led to believe that it is. You know, one of the hard things for we as people that from the very beginning is to realize that life is not about me. You know, a baby comes into the world and they're helpless and and everybody is serving them and the baby soon develops to say, wow, it's about me. And you spend building character in a child is teaching them it's not about me. It's teaching them you need to do what's right regardless. And and in realizing there are times we come to realize it and then we fall back into it. And it's easy for us to fall back into this aspect of, well, they're not treating me right or I wish I'd got the biggest piece of pumpkin pie and they didn't and I can't believe they ran out of whipped cream and I didn't get any or whatever, you know. It's easy to fall into those those little traps and we think, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's not about me. And And when you think about the reality of this, this is something that we continually have to battle in our life and and in all actuality us observing the Lord's Supper tonight is a vivid reminder to us that it's not about me I mean just the aspect of us remembering his body and his blood You go to the Garden of Gethsemane in Luke chapter 22, and and remember, he, he called upon his inner circle, those that he had really invested in, um, and invested even more than all the other disciples. He, he spent time with Peter, James, and John more so than the others. And he took them with him and they weren't up to, they weren't up to the level of expectation. And, and again, the disappointment in Christ. But knowing what was ahead of him, he said, God, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But it's not about me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. If if it had been about him, we would not have his body to remember and the blood that washed away our sins. We would not have this. And so Jesus Christ modeled this aspect that it it's not about me. And we are to be Christ-like in all that we do. And Jesus himself said in John eight twenty nine, <clears throat> I do always those things that please the Father. It wasn't about what pleased him. He was tempted in all points like as we are. <clears throat> there were times that he was tired. There were times that I'm sure... The flesh, I'm just tired of people. I don't want to be around people. 
But it wasn't about him. He did what pleased the Father. It wasn't his agenda, per se, to to take on this mission. But he did what pleased the Father. And we read that he did not come to be served, but to serve. That, that is the epitome that it's not about me. That he had every right. If you knew who I was, you wouldn't be talking to me like that and you wouldn't be making me do this and, and you, but he laid aside all his rights and all his privileges and he took upon himself the form of a servant because it is not about me. And Jesus Christ modeled it. We're here tonight to remember um, our salvation, that it was his body that was broken for us and his blood that was shed for us. And it's easy for us to think salvation is all about us. And it's easy for us to fall into that. Salvation, Christ came and did what he did to reveal one of the things, to reveal the heart of the Father. It's hard for us to wrap our mind around the fact that we're not the center of the universe. That we're not, that it it wasn't, we're the center and God did all this just for us. Yes, he did many things for us, but it wasn't just for us. It wasn't elevating us. He came to reveal the heart of the Father. Wow, the angels stood in awe and said, how can you love these rebellious people. And he revealed the heart of love of the Father. He said, inasmuch as you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He he came, yes, indeed, to save us, but it wasn't like we were the centerpiece. He came to defeat Satan and sin and death. He came to bring redemption and restoration back to creation after the fall had destroyed all of this he came to show his greatness and his victory there was a a little song he's my rock my sword my shield he's the hub in the middle of the wheel he's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul It is easy for us to get a man-centered Christianity. That God will do this for you, and God will do this for you, and if you follow God, this will happen to you. And ultimately, everything will be great and end up well for a believer, but between now and then, there could be so many difficult things. And to understand we are instruments in the Master's hand and in His Master plan. And to realize it's not about me. 
Christ modeled it in his own life and showed it wasn't about him. And salvation confirms it that it isn't just about us. We focus on that because it deals with us, but it was much grander than that. And he revealed the heart of the Father. And this is something, this whole aspect that it's not about me is something we must learn to submit to. We must learn to live on God's agenda, not our own. I noticed as I, as I saw that on the pilgrims tonight, it said the pilgrims saw themselves as instruments, not authors of a mysterious master plan. They were, they were instruments in the master's hand. It was still about the master. It wasn't about them. It was about the master and his master plan. And there will come things in our life that we won't understand. But someday we'll see it in the master plan. And it's not about us. It's not like everything has to go the way that that we think it should. If you've lived very long at all, you know it doesn't work that way. But we must submit and say, God, this isn't necessarily how I planned this, but work your purposes. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. It's not about me. There are believers tonight who've lost family members and everything they own in the California fires. And they could be questioning, where is this goodness of God? And there are things that will happen in our lives that may make us question. And we may not be able to give a definitive answer at that time, but we come back and say, you know what? I am one piece in God's master plan, and I know God will work it for good as I submit to him. John the Baptist submitted. It wasn't about him. And he said, in his deference to Jesus Christ, he must increase, but I must decrease. You say, well, of course, He was John the Baptist, and it was Jesus Christ on the scene. You are you, and Jesus Christ is still Jesus Christ. And yet we struggle with saying, okay, it's not about me. You must increase, but I must decrease. Here was Peter, made his living fishing, an expert fisherman, and... and. Along comes Jesus and tells him, did you catch anything? No, he said, cast your net on the other side. What's a preacher telling me how to fish, Peter said. You know, preachers don't know anything. And so he said, we've been fishing all night and we've caught nothing. But then he caught himself and he said, it's not about me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. 
Paul, in Galatians 2 and verse 20, said, It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. This is how I think it ought to be. This is how I think things should go. But this is how it's gone. And God, I don't understand it, but it's not about me. And I am accepting your dealings in my life. And I am committed to glorifying you in and through them. Regardless. Because it's not about me. And it isn't. I mean, the sure way to be bitter and disappointed is to prop yourself up as to be noticed, seen, worshipped, honored, and protected. It's not about us. And 50 years from now, the majority of us here will be gone. A hundred years from now, everybody here will be gone if things just continue apart from the Lord's coming. And... We'll find out, wow, things just keep going on. It's not about me. But it's about this. I can be an instrument in God's plan. I can be a member of his team. I can be an instrument in his hand that's used of him for a much greater purpose than me. Wow, you mean I get to be on this Championship team? What a privilege it is. You know, you know how fleeting it is. I, I, uh, I had the TV on just for a little bit and I heard him say, my how things changed. Last year the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't know what they said, but they were Super Bowl champions. This year I think they said they're four and six. And it just hit me. That's how fleeting everything is. But we get to be on a team. I get to be the water boy. Whatever. I don't care what it is. I get to clean the dirt out of the cleats. Whatever it is, I'm on his team and it's about him. It's not about me. And you know what? I need to be reminded of that often and we all need to be reminded of it often. And this is one of the purposes for this tonight, is to say, God, thank you for sending your son, and it is about you and not about me. It was his body that was broken when he was willing to say, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And it was his blood that was shed, the innocent lamb and and he modeled for us, and salvation confirms it, that it's not just about me. And you may, you may tonight, as you hold the bread, a symbol of his body, you may need to take something that's come into your life and say, God, I'm submitting it to you. It's not about me. And thank you for this reminder. That it's about you. You alone are eternal. You alone rose from the dead. You alone are worthy of praise. And accepting the dealings of God in our life. The songwriter said, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee.
the only way that we can make our life count for eternity is to die to self and say, God, it's not about me. To be a servant. Being a servant sounds good in a church setting, and being a servant, we can make it kind of appealing, but being a servant is really tested when they treat you like a servant. Hey, get me that. When they don't say, good job. I mean, it, it sounds novel. I want to be a, make me a servant like you, dear Lord. That, you know, it, it has a nice ring to it if somebody can sing, all right? But the reality is, when we're treated like a servant, and then we come to grips with, this isn't about me. God, if this is what you call me to do, I am willing to do it regardless of how I'm treated, regardless of of appreciation or whatever. And it comes back to this. Even tonight, the Lord's Supper is a reminder. God, it's not about me. What a privilege it is for me to be a part of your program. To defer to you. To think that I can be on the eternal victory side What a privilege, what a joy. And God, it is not about me being glorified, it is about you being glorified. It doesn't matter what people think about me, it matters what people think about God. We're too worried what people think about us. It's not about me. It's about Him. So tonight, as we come to partake of the Lord's Supper... I just want you to, to ask God to, to show you in your life, Lord, where is it that I've been making it about me? Man, it's so easy for us to have that sneak into our lives and to say, God, thank you that it, you modeled for me that it's not about you. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And God, thank you that you saved me to reveal the Father and and manifest and put me in serving that it's not about me. The Christian life is not man-centered, it's God-centered. And so, Lord, this that I've struggled with, I commit to you. You know, you may need to say, as Peter said, nevertheless... At your word, Lord, I will cast the nets. Nevertheless, in what he's saying, that doesn't make any sense to me, but I'll obey you. You may be at a point in your life where tonight you're saying, God, that doesn't make any sense to me, but it's not about me. I'll obey you. Heavenly Father, I pray that your spirit would truly remind us of your great workings in our lives. And Lord, I marvel at your patience in my life and our lives when so often we do make it about us. And I pray tonight
that there would be situations in our lives that we would say, nevertheless, not my will, but Lord, your will be done. I pray that we would be obedient in being truly servants, to have a servant's heart. And Lord, may tonight our heart be filled with thanksgiving, afresh and anew, at the amazing work that you have done to provide salvation in Jesus Christ, whose name we pray. Amen.